You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. All right, welcome back, everyone, to MJ Biz 2021. This is Lance Lambert coming at you on Hayes Radio Network. And we're pulling people out of the audience, and I am so excited for this individual to stop by the booth today, Miss Kim Collier. My gosh. So we go back a little ways from my days at Greenflower, and you're all about education, which is why we hit it off so well, because both of us lead our conversations with education when it comes to cannabis. So. Hello, welcome. Hello, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Definitely. So glad to be here. Good to see you again, Lance. Likewise. You and likewise. Green Bros and Hayes Network. Love it. Definitely. So you tell me, what have you been up to? What's been going on since we last Still got up? Still advocating, educating, really putting forward for lab testing. I think consumers deserve to know what's in their product, understand 100%. to grow, and understand the full medicine, the full science behind the medicine. So advocating in that space and also really planting the seeds for the day that cannabis and spas and wellness ideally are in the same facility, not too far apart, and have some integration with wellness, herbal healing, spas, wellness resorts, yeah. hospitality. That's what I always liked about your efforts and your approach because although I've come across that model a little bit, you know, yes. being in Colorado, there was a gal um, did massage therapy and incorporated uh, cannabinoids into that. Yes, and I'm then, familiar um, with her and she has a product company as well. Yes, I'd shout yes. if I can remember her name, but yes. And, and then also product. Hawaii, I was out there in Maui for the Maui Cannabis Convention. This Aloha. is, I think, three Januarys ago now. It's been a minute. The same thing, they incorporated, uh, it was uh, Mary Bailey, Mary's with um, Last Prisoner Project now, Steve D'Angelo. Yes. So beautiful. she ran the Maui cannabis convention and she would have the cannabis convention going on at a resort there in Maui uh, in conjunction with a um it's kind of meditation slash yoga. Retreat, then experiential. Yeah, the experiential, experiential with the yes. two coming together. That's what needs to happen. Made so much sense, right? It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And also, I'm advocating for a demographic that's 60 and older, maybe a little bit intimidated by the yeah. industry, not understanding how simple and effective this can be. But where do I start? Yeah, very yeah. true. You're so right. that's it. And also, topicals are really important. Yeah. Understanding tinctures, different delivery methods. Um, I'm currently a student of Healer.com, Dr. Dustin Sulak. Oh, nice. That's been incredibly informative in terms of how to educate, advocate, and speak as if this medicine works, which it does. Yeah, which it absolutely does. And I think you, you touched on something very important because the fastest growing population of consumers is over age 50. Well, so that right. is kind of your, your, your older Gen X, um, you know, and then uh, your younger uh, boomer or baby boomer generation. Yes. And even into the silent generation, which is like the mid 70s and up. I'm but I think you really make an important statement to the fact that, you know, this is something that there's a lot of stigma and tabooism. You know, for my generation, it was, um, gosh, it was the D.A.R.E. program. Right? This is you your know, brain on drugs. Yes. No, it's not. It's a fried the egg. egg in the frying yeah. pan. Mm. <laughs> we'll never forget, right? <laughs> so, thank, hashtag thanks Daryl Gates and Nancy Reagan. But yeah, the, the, the D.A.R.E. program that came out of L.A. in the early 80s. Right. But with the silent generation, with that older generation, it goes back to the Nixon days, right? It when it was politically fueled and, and unfortunately, um, a lot of uh, segregation and, and prejudice associated with Nixon's movement for the, his war on drugs. But a lot of people are just stigmatized. Do you find that you have a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations to yes, educate Yes, they have people? to be one-on-one -on -one conversations. Right? It's like, oh, shh, come over here and tell me about it. Yes. 
Yeah. They're like, Shh, tell me over here where everybody won't yeah. hear as if there's some shame or where we definitely are getting through that stigma. I find the same thing in my that travels. And I, I, I don't come, I mean, I've been out of the green closet for years, full I was, disclosure. I was, I was but, thinking the same thing, Lance. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't, like I don't push it on ceiling while we had it too. Right. Yep. And I never push it on, but when I travel, oh, what are you traveling for? And I say a convention. Oh, what, what convention? I tell oh, cannabis and hemp. And, you know, could you answer a few questions? To your point, when yes. they're in that comfort zone and yes. it's a one-on-one, one-on-one. is where I feel like the, yeah. the best educational opportunity comes about. That's so. it. And Lance, I want to but. celebrate you for being in both the hemp and cannabis lanes, as I am as well. Seeing that, that yes, we're all in the cannabis family, but they're very distinctly different, both important, yeah. and we need to integrate the two. I do want to see the industry have good, healthy conversations about the entire plant and not this continued segregation and exactly. misunderstanding about what the benefits of both avenues yeah. are and work together. Yeah, 100%. And that's one thing that I, I think a lot of people don't understand. I explained to them about as far as the kingdom goes yes. for this plant, it's cannabis sativa, to your point. Hemp is literally... I tell the best analogy I can say is it's watermelons and seedless watermelons. Very a watermelon's a watermelon. Just one has been weaned out genetically That's to it. be seedless. That's Hemp it. has been weaned out genetically to have a very minute percentage of THC. Yes. Which, to your point, the education on, hey, you need a little bit of THC to help with the delivery, which goes full circle to what you're talking about, which is all the different ways in which you can consume. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know, like you said topicals, transdermals, suppositories. That's how Tommy Chong beat cancer, right? I did not know that. Oh my, yeah. He was all about, as much as he consumed in in the regular form, he used suppositories because he had, I believe, his prostate cancer. So that's the path of least resistance, right? So for a lot of people to understand, it's not, in this full circle, it's not a Cheech and Chong movie. It's not uh, Dazed and Confused or, or Fast Times at Richmond Higher, wherever you got your stereotypes from Hollywood on how you just only smoke weed. No, there's yes. ways for us that are medical advocates where Absolutely. this is the best way to uptake this plant for right. you, right? right? That's it. So. And then can we also get to the space hopefully soon where we'll know how to access our endocannabinoid system through yes. mucosal swab and step into a dispensary and know this is what my body will need exactly. to balance my endocannabinoid system. Homeostasis being the end oh game. Oh my gosh. That's it. That's it. Let's do that's it. That's exactly it, right? And that's, I talk I'm about, uh, that. I am, I'm so ready for it. Yeah. Cannabis, wellness and cannabis, they're almost the same word. Yeah. At least in my mind. No, you're spot on. And I, I call it cannabis 2.0, although Ooh, like they use that. that term in Canada because they launched uh, flower only for sale when they went legal adult use and then right. a year later launched concentrates. The way I reference Canvas 2.0 is this moving away from a race to the top in THC, and you, again, you nailed it. What's your terpene profile? What 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 terpenes, is it myrcene, is it lemonine, is it pinene? What is it that your body likes? What well, is it, it that right. gives you the end result you're looking for? Because it's not how much THC. It's not necessarily how much CBG, CBN, CBD, et cetera. Right. And the best way I describe it to people is if the cannabinoids are the engine, the terpenes are the steering wheel, right? The terpenes really help you experiential, kind of that experiential side of the high, right? So not just high, but what, is it a body? Is it a heady? Is it a high? Is it a low? You know, what is it? So I think you nailed it. And that's where it comes back to education, where I come in and I go, oh, this one's high in mercine. I like consuming cannabis at night to help with sleep. That's that's, that's the that's cultivar for me, right? That's the cultivar for me. That's yeah. it. Exactly. I, lo- I love it. I've 
so grateful to this plant. It's been yeah. part of my healing for five years. 100%. So 100%. 100%. Well, and speaking of which, you're based out of the Midwest. I'm um, in Montana. You are Preach. in Montana. Yes, Montana. Gosh, we're how many Californians are moving there? <laughs> Our valley, I'm in Whitefish, Montana. We're oh, okay. Valley. Population doubled last year. Oh Literally, my gosh. we're busting at the seams. And yeah. people moving from IITs, because Aaron says California, but I know a lot of New Yorkers that have moved to Mon Montana, Wyoming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, um, a lot of people don't I know too. I love that. Fabulous. Burner. Great community. A lot of people don't know. Burner just bought a beautiful ranch up in Montana from Cookies. Even Seriously? even your rapper Burner is. I mean, I'm. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm looking at property outside of California too. Trust me, it's gonna be all underwater in a hundred years anyway. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. right? Is yeah, that right? he actually shared last week, which it's it's in his family. Luckily, he took a test to find out. But yeah, our thoughts out to to um, Anthony, just phenomenal. Burner's great guy. You yeah, know, wish him the best. So what, you know, you're coming from the Midwest. I'm coming from the West Coast. I have a right. far different perspective on cannabis in general just because of growing up in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Right. So how have things been in, in Montana as a legal state? I guess I should let our listeners know, right? Right. Montana is a Montana legal state is starting legal in state. January. We have medical use, gosh, five, seven years, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, don't remember the exact start date. And we're actually, Lance, we'd be considered Pacific Northwest. Montana, yeah. Idaho, Washington. Oh, wow. So it does. Because yeah, I knew Idaho is like the Okay. Yeah, so the Dakotas. Because Montana's like right there. I know. We're like right in the middle of where it's all I know. happening. And I live about 30 minutes south of Canada, which is Oh, my as well, gosh. I know exactly. Whitefish. So we're the TU. Yeah. That is right. Huckleberry is bare fruit. You go in the mountains, pick the huckleberries. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Fabulous. Yeah. So cool. We've so got it's some great distilleries. Uh, the tinctures, infused beverages, I can see that being really cool Yeah. in, in our market as well. So, yeah, so elevate in nature. That's really what Montana brings. So what is it, you know, as far as walking in, now I, I should not assume, but you've been into dispensaries outside of your home state. As often as possible. How does it. it compare to what you're seeing in market in Montana? Because there's a lot of trends that kind of vary. That's an Tinctures are popular question. here, vapes right. are popular there, yes. right? We're flowers. definitely a flower culture. Yeah. And we have very educated bud tenders. There's a high, uh, I wouldn't say there's a high academic push in Montana. That's yeah. where a lot of PhDs tend to move and unplug, but still plug into what yeah. they really want to support. So flower. A strong flower culture. My grower is organic only. I think he has three PhDs on his wall. Oh my God! It's just the owners of Stillwater Labs are my friends and neighbors in, nice. in Whitefish, Montana, and it's some of the most interesting, mind-blowing conversations about what could happen with this plant. But rather than processed delivery methods, we're really about flower. More the whole plant. The whole right. plant. Full plant. Because that's a lot of people don't. It's funny, too, because a lot of times the term in the early years of legalization was the entourage effect. But again, the entourage, just the definition of that term, it's it's kind of putting an emphasis on some sort of leader or kind of pinnacle element to that equation, where, in my opinion, it's more of a concert, right? It's more of this, Ooh, I like all that. these things, the just, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. Everything kind yes. of working succinct and not one heavy balance to, to one specific. It's not all about the brass. It's not all about the, you know about the chords it's, it's literally this whole symphony it right symphony. so but you're right it's that whole plant it's crazy because i don't know if you know finally it's changing but yeah. one of the last flowerless medical states is minnesota and i still don't understand how they can support medical yet say oh 
we only do concentrates. But it's the OG. I, yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. That is so yeah. interesting. So, but that's I, cool to I, hear. You guys are all flower. One shout out, plant medicine, phytocannabinoids, endocannabinoids. Yep. We manufacture inside our beautiful bodies, our endocannabinoid system. Exactly. Shout out to Full Plant Medicine for being able to bring all that, and our body tends to know, which is wonderful. Oh, yeah. So I want to encourage people to always start slow and low. Less is more. You don't need a lot of any of the phytocannabinoids. I'm a big advocate proponent for microdosing. I am. You, you know, just a little bit just, is enough, yep. and let your body adapt. It's a supplement yep. we're talking about. It's very true. our body through supplementation. We did a big push for that. I was working at the cannabis at the time when uh, Colorado came online for adult use in 2014, and we worked closely with the government agency as responsible for the educational program. And right. to your point, start low, go slow. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's it. So great combination. Great. And I'm same thing as you. I'm a microdoser. I fully yes. believe you don't build up as much of a tolerance if you are more of a microdoser. I found. Yes. Um, so that's been beneficial. Obviously, good advice there. And I agree with what you're saying too. Is really finding out your body does know what it likes. People that tend to like more of the citrus, the lemonines, are attracted to the bouquet of flower that has more of that scent, as opposed to more of the gassy, the sour geese and such right. kind of cultivars. Right. So you're right, listen to your body. You know, mm-hmm. nobody knows better, No, nothing knows better than your body. I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All of the above, your yeah. body does know, and don't smoke and drive. I'm just going to say that. Yep, very true. I'm looking up to see when Montana began medical use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got that somewhere. I tried to, tried to memorize every state, and I have to admit, there's only so much gray matter I have to be able to track all, because <laughs> yeah, I'm tracking all the countries around the world, too. So You are as well? Oh, what my gosh. are you watching? I'm really... So, and let's get on the equator, sun yes, ground, tropical. Yeah. Yes, please. That's where I see the most potential. So, yes. LATAM, a lot of people are focusing on uh, the Latin American countries, specifically yes. close to, your, to the equator, to your point, as much as Panama hasn't been in the news, but Panama would be prime real estate. Uh, Costa Rica is yes. actually really I'm um, actually have a friend down there that's working with the government to uh, to get them online so Costa Rica is going to be a great place beautiful uh, Colombia is coming around a little bit of uh, politics you guys know the history of Colombia so it's been a little tough but um, Colombia Paraguay Uruguay uh, all great potential I actually write an article for uh, MG magazine and since my background has always been focusing on international in this industry uh, that's what I covered so I started out with Africa specifically South Africa the rainbow nation uh, then moved on doing an article uh, specifically on Thailand because that's going to be one of those outliers to your point closer to the equator yes and also the Asian APAC market and medical tourism yep medical tourism that's the land of smiles as they say so obviously a great place Uh, we also have I did do uh, a write-up on Colombia because again although we know we're all you know close enough in age where they had some challenges the 80s and 90s with the cartels and um, a lot of um, civil unrest both politically and just uh, uh, civil with the population right Um, but did an article on Colombia more recently did one on uh, the US specifically focused on California around culture and craft but those are the spots I think there's definitely a country or a few countries uh, within each region 
region or continent yes. that is yes. kind of that outlier that has more of a pro cannabis position, sees the value in it, not just your point, not not just monetarily yes. uh, or fiscally, but medically, right. you know, what the benefits right. are to be a part of it. So And also um, regeneratively, regeneratively, if we can bring that in as well. Yeah to really a healthy plant for people and planet. Very true, very true. So yeah, a lot of good things. A lot of good things happen around the world. There are, fun fact, over 42 countries that have legalized cannabis in the world. A lot of people don't know that one. 142 countries have legalized cannabis? 42 countries. So, yeah, 42 countries. repeat that. Yeah, 42, not 142. Yeah, 42 countries. uh, A vast majority are medical. So talking about, like, obviously Germany and Portugal and Thailand, South Korea, uh, obviously all kinds of uh, countries, states and provinces from uh, North America down to South America. But there's a movement that's bigger than just what's going on here in the U.S. And I think that's the story I'm trying to tell. Is like, we're trying to free the plant, as my Aussie friends say. (laughs) Trying to free Free the the plant plant. on a global... They they preach that during their... I love it. I love it. They do it. They have... if there's one protestable I could tell anyone that's a big can of sewer that wants to make a migration to, it is actually called, believe it or not, so it's called Mardi Gras, not Mardi Gras. Okay. Mardi, Mardi Gras. It's March of every year in a little town called Nimbin, which the closest thing I compare it to would be like Mendocino or okay. maybe downtown Eureka. It's even yes. smaller than Eureka. Charming. But it's it's one of those places where uh, a lot of the hippies after the late 60s, early 70s migrated from uh, Sydney and, and Brisbane, the big, okay. big city cities of the east coast of Australia into this little town called Nimbin and they do this annual event usually ever from 5,000 to 10,000 people so they have bong tossing competitions they have drum circles like we grew up with in, in Berkeley and, and down in Huntington Beach um, so cool great music great people great vibes um, but that's the kind of movement that again when they're preaching free the plant doing their little protest not little but doing their protestable I'm like that is so cool. It's so true. We're just trying to free a plant. To free the plant. Right. Absolutely. So. And, and open possibilities for more people to know about this fabulous, exactly. fabulous healing modality. Exactly. Lance, thank you so much. This yes. has been great to see you at MJ Biz exactly. here 2021. Thank so you, next Kim. year, November 2022. MJ Biz happens again. Yes, they're finally yes. they're gonna move it out of October. I know out everyone's upset. October, myself like, included. I know I had to take down my plants before before coming out this year. A little premature, but nice. decided to take them down early. You're right. Next year, thankfully, is in November. It is November, um, and those dates are upcoming. Yeah, it is going to be November 15 to 18, 2022. There you we'll go. See you again at MJ BizCon. That'd be awesome. awesome. Appreciate. It. If I make it up to Montana too, I'll have to come by and say Please. hi. I want to get out there. Please, we I are 30 do. minutes from Glacier National. Park. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's really, it's really incredible. Lived in Montana for 21 years after living in Southeast Asia. Oh my gosh, too cool. Well, love the story, and thank you again for coming on, Kim. Anyone, you, any shout-outs, if anyone wants to catch up with you, hear more about holistic and, oh, thank you and so just, much. you know, healthy medicine and incorporating cannabis, is there a way for them to, to reach out to I would appreciate that. Reach out to callyourconcepts.com. I'm Kim Collier. Or my little spa in Whitefish is Jammu Spa. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Kim. Thank you so much, Lance. An absolute pleasure. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Again, a shout out to MJ BizCon. We are actually coming at you on the middle of the showroom floor here in beautiful Las Vegas at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Thank you again to all of our listeners at Hayes Radio Network for tuning in. I am your host, Lance Lambert. Looking forward to catching up to you on the next one. Until then, good vibes. Thanks, everyone. Good vibes. I love it. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for that chat. Yeah. That was a perfect time.